Also, shout out to the Coke can. She's still there. I <laughs> turned to the edge so you could see too. <laughs> oh, okay. Fans all wanted it. Anyways. Anyway, I had to I had to move Klaus's crate because I'm going away this weekend and someone's coming to watch him. And I was like, I'm gonna put the crate in the living room because I don't want you to be annoyed and hate being here. <laughs> <laughs> um how what did you do on your day off um i watched haunting of bly manor for the 800th time that one's not even like the good one huh that one's not even like the good one well i just rewatched haunting of hill house so i couldn't watch yeah 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 did you watch the murdoch scandal yet that i told you to watch no i did not listen that thing that's on my list messed up It keeps popping up on my Netflix, too. Wild. Everyone should go watch that documentary and then watch the entire trial of him, (laughs) because that's what I've been doing. (laughs) (laughs) Just like last year with Judge Johnny Depp. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. No, Oofy. Back. Welcome back. Welcome back. As in, welcome back, everyone else. Hello, didn't see you there, everyone. How are you enjoying our road trip in the Shanvan? <laughs> so great to see you. Before we get started, everyone look at Shannon's new nails. Oh, yeah, because everyone can see them. Yeah. Humor me. <laughs> I see a red door and I want it painted black. That's the color of my nails, everyone. <laughs> that lovely rendition. Well, what'd you say? I was gonna ask what color they were because in the lighting I couldn't tell. They're black. Oh. <laughs> mhm. Hence the song. Okay. Um. Anyway. Uh. Okay, Troy. What's our little intro today? <laughs> Welcome back to Murder Road Trip to all of you nasty corn enthusiasts. It's not coming today. That's all right. We are in Nebraska, hence the corn enthusiasts. (laughs) I had to dig for this. Okay. Nebraska, no offense to you Nebraskians, but y'all are boring. No, like for real, if anyone is listening in Nebraska and you want to like stir the pot a little bit, I would appreciate it. There's nothing, which like kudos to you though. Like, I like maybe I should move to Nebraska and but I also looked up haunted stuff. What'd you say? I also looked up like haunted stuff and there's like nothing there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what did you guys do to grant me such a wholesome little state? <laughs> anyway if you today we're going to be talking about Eli Stutzman okay a fun little Eli Stutzman this one's short so just bear with me everyone alright on Christmas Eve of 1985 a man by the name of 
Chuck Cleveland was driving down a small back road in Chester, Nebraska. He was going kind of slow because he was also looking for some pheasants to shoot and he was on his way to get a haircut. <laughs> a regular Tuesday night. <laughs> Um, so he was driving along, uh, looking for some pheasants be- pheasants to shoot. And he saw something bright blue on the side of the road is in some weeds. And he was like, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. So at first he drove by it, but then, like I said, he was like, wait, that's something's not right. So he backed up. Um, and at first he approached it and he thought that it was a mannequin or a doll. Oof, okay. <laughs> it's never a mannequin or a doll. Never. Um, and he realized it was a young boy dressed in bright blue pajamas. Yeah. And this That's was really in the winter of Nebraska, so it was very, no, very cold. Okay. Yeah. Chuck immediately got on his radio that was on in his truck, um, because this is the 80s and there were no phones. And he alerted the local sheriff of what he found. Unfortunately, the child was not alive. And the low that day was nine degrees along with there's, there was being snow on the ground. So, yes, um, there were no lacerations found on the boy. There were some marks on his neck, but the coroner said that was due to, to the cold. Um, and the person who did the autopsy could not come up with a definite cause of death. The mm. only theory they had was that the boy died from Ray's syndrome, um, which is an extremely rare and deadly disease that was associated with giving kids, um, giving young kids aspirin at that time. Okay. However, the police were still considering this a homicide because how did this child end up on the side of the road? No, yeah, I was going to say that's great. He had some aspirin and we like postmortem can- too. They did figure that out too. So he wasn't alive whenever oh, he was. Okay. But he like post mortem. Yeah. Like how, like he's on the road in nothing but pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Like by himself. Like, <laughs> yeah. The boy remained unidentified and was given the name Little Blue Boy. And people began to donate things in order for him to have a proper funeral. I know it's really sad, but it's also super sweet. One lady bought a cemetery plot. People donated flowers. Someone bought him a cute little suit to be buried in. And they even gave him a full church service. 500 people came to pay their Wait, respects. So was, was he not even identified? Not at this point, no. He was known as Little Blue Boy. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. They buried the boy with the name Matthew, which means gift from God. Isn't that just so, like, that's, it's so sad, but, like, they... It's very sweet and so sad, but it's like so nice that like it's it's nice how they like came together as a community and, and like, they're unlike how they're they're like um this little boy did not deserve to be on the side of the road no mm-mm. so um in December of 1987 an article was released in Reader's Digest which my parents get um and it was a picture of the little boy and a couple from Wyoming recognize this boy because they used to take care of him and they identified him as daniel stutzman who was their friend's son and the father of the boy was eli stutzman so how are we 
how are we getting on the side of the road in Nebraska? <laughs> we'll get there. <sighs> um, so Eli Stutzman grew up Amish. And since the Amish are a pretty private community, there's not a lot known about his childhood other yeah. than he was known to rebel against the Amish ways of life, even though his father was a like well-known bishop. Oh, wow. That's um, kind of- yeah. So he just was not about it. And Eli did continue to stay in the Amish community until 1977 when his wife tragically died in wow. a apparent barn fire. Eli claimed that lightning struck the barn and Ida, his wife, went inside the burning barn to get milking equipment and she never made it out. She was also eight months pregnant and Eli had apparently moved all their funds into his account a few days prior to this happening. So like... This is very suspicious. I couldn't imagine a pregnant woman who was eight months along wanting to sacrifice, potentially sacrifice herself to grab some milking equipment. No. From an engulfed barn. Yeah. And her unborn child. Like, Eli, babe, go in there and get that milking equipment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what? Like, why was she don't going? worry about it and just be like, or okay, that, well, yeah. I'll take the L because I don't want anyone dying. Yeah, weird, right? That, yeah, I don't, yeah. So, to the Amish community, it was super suspicious, but they're so private that they didn't tell the police any theories that they had. Um, right. And Ida's dirt, 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 and Ida's death certificate simply said, quote, heart stopped. The the theory was that since there was no form of any type of separation or divorce in the Amish community, Eli killed his wife to get her out of the picture because he did not want to be married to her anymore. Um, And after that, Eli and his son, Daniel, left the Amish community in 1982, and they moved to Colorado, where he wanted to get into cattle ranching. Okay. So now we're in for full circle back to 1985 when they found the body of Danny, as he was called, on the side of the road um, in bright blue pajamas. Since Danny was abandoned and the authorities now knew that it was his son and that Eli, the father of Danny, didn't even attempt to find him, they charged him with a felony of child abuse. Eli told his family during that Christmas when Danny was not with him that it was because Danny was on a ski trip. I'm sorry. (laughs) He told... So (laughs) Eli told his family Mm -hmm. that he didn't like check in on him. Like he was not like aware of what was going on with his child. He's like, he's on a ski trip. Because his eight-year-old son was on a ski trip. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Eli did eventually speak about this incident. And he said that at the time um, he was driving with Danny and they were driving to see his family for Christmas. And he looked back and he saw that Danny had his eyes rolled back into his head. He had gone completely white 
And when Eli stopped the car to check on him, he had no pulse. Eli stated, quote, I had difficulty facing the fact that he had died. I couldn't understand. I couldn't figure out why. End quote. He went on to say how he did try to revive his son and how he spent several several hours with him on the side of the road praying, but ultimately put his son's body in a ditch and covered it with snow. He said, quote, I decided to leave him and let God take care of him, end quote. I don't know. I have literally have nothing to say to that. Like, yeah. I have nothing. So he was also charged along with the abuse charge. He was charged with abandoning a body and concealing the death of another person. The, yeah. Yeah. But uh, this was not the crime that put him away. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Eli, let's keep rolling. <laughs> so in 1985, the body of Glenn Pritchett was found alongside a ditch in Texas. He had been shot in the head multiple mm -hmm. times. He worked for Eli's remodeling business along with living with Eli and his son at the time. Um, and his son was still alive at this time. When the body of Glenn was found and police began their investigation, Eli suddenly packed up and moved. Hmm. That's when he went to Wyoming. Okay. However, once they identified the body of his son in 1988 and he got 18 months in prison, they were finally able to get some DNA and they reopened that case. And they found that it matched the DNA found on Pritchett. Oh. And since they were roommates, they tied everything together. Oh. They were quote unquote roommates. Hmm. 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 Um, so for that, he was convicted and he was sentenced to 40 years in prison, but he was paroled in 2002. He moved to Fort Worth, Texas, where he started to make and sell leather goods. He got addicted to some cocaine, and he was diagnosed with HIV. Um, he apparently didn't really hide this from anyone. His neighbor used to have coffee with him in the morning, and she said that he was super open about his drug addiction. Um, and he never spoke about his deceased wife or son. He would state that he was never married. Um, except to one close friend named Turner, who he did say he left a wife and infant child in the Amish community because he was gay. Hmm. So he was still lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, on January the 31st, 2007, after a few days of no movement going in or out of Eli's apartment, his neighbors began to worry. A friend named... Michael D. Archangel. Like Archangel. Okay. I don't have words. Stated that he entered the apartment after Eli had not answered the door uh, when he knocked. And he said, quote, I found him kind of peaceful on the couch. He had his com comforter all the way up to his neck. I saw his arms over the comforter. It looked like he had dipped his hand in iodine. Eli, unfortunately decided to take his own life by using a sharp object to cut a uh, major vein in his left arm. Oh. So that was the very short story of Eli's Dustutsman. But there's a lot to unpack, so at least we wow. have that. Literally. 
like the fucking luggage and the carry-on, babe. Like we have a lot to discuss here. There's so much. <laughs> um, I it just kept coming out. I think I forgot some of like the first things that we even said happened at this point, but first kept, of all, just kept building in like the most random ways. Like, yeah. This happened, and he like killed his wife. Which, first of all, if we all like, if we minded our business, <laughs> which we don't do, which we don't do, but I feel like people would stop hiding their feelings and how they are, and they would stop murdering people in a secret way to try and like. You know what I mean? You know what I'm getting at? Like, like he doesn't need to kill this woman, but he killed her because he needed to. He felt like he had to. Like, mind your business. I mean, Eli, I'm don't kill so people. I'm so sorry. But... I interrupt this for breaking news about the Alex Murdoch case. Okay. He was found guilty, and he's convicted of murder of his wife and son. Oh, my God. You don't know what happened yet, but I don't, you will. But... <laughs> Sorry, my 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 friend just te- texted me, and <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" But yeah, there's a lot to unpack there, and I, especially since she was that far along, I just don't see why someone would do that. Yeah, I don't know. And like why. the barn was on fire; it wasn't like a little like like campfire in the back like it was on fire like there's no way that she would have willingly gone in there for that i mean different times i guess but different yeah i don't Hmm. i mean i don't know i guess I, I, like I don't know. I don't I don't like that. <laughs> if he didn't transfer the funds the day before. Yeah, there's yeah, he's there's a lot going on here. There's a yeah. And then I know that the Amish community is very I think they have to wait till like they're 18 to like decide if they want to do it or not or be in it anymore. Maybe I can do not know. I don't know either. I know that there is an age where like they can opt out. Yeah. So he could have just done that. Yeah. Which I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. The the some thing is just what makes me mad the most. Yeah. Like why did you like why like I understand not knowing how to like process that it's happening like your like your son just like isn't breathing anymore like your son is dead in your backseat of your car for no real explainable reason at the time but like that yeah i mean why like why would you not contact someone or try to contact someone like why are you like oh that's it for him bye he was like i'm gonna let god take care of him like that's it yeah Ugh. yeah but I don't. It's a lot. 
and it was a short story, but Nebraska doesn't really have a lot going on besides corn. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. He definitely killed both of them, though. Oh, and yeah, I live by sure. that. <laughs> now it's time for Stupid Laws with Troy, the portion of the show when he found some stupid lines. lines. I think that's good. That's why. It is illegal for bar owners to sell beer unless they are simultaneously brewing a kettle of soup. And last but certainly not least, it is illegal. Oh, God. It is illegal. This is probably my favorite. It is illegal for a mother to give her daughter a perm without a state license. <laughs> so you have to be a licensed hairdresser. <laughs> Yeah, or no perms for you, I guess. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, sorry. I also, I couldn't find, I like, yeah, tried no, to get, this was like the most boring episode ever. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> I tried to get, I tried to get like really dramatic with, if, like, if anyone is from Nebraska and they know of anything else that is going on in Nebraska, <laughs> like, there Both has to be well. something. <laughs> Any, Maybe. like, college scandals or from, like, the Nebraska Huskers? <laughs> no, I really, I did go digging. I dug, too. Ridiculous. Like, that's, like, the longest I could get that story. <laughs> I even, I found something. I found, like, their state bird is, uh, oh, shoot, what is it? I can't Ooh, even remember what yeah. it is now. What's the state animals? Period. Let's... The state bird is the Western Meadowlark. And I was so desperate to find something interesting to talk about. I literally Googled the dark history of the Meadowlark to see if there was like anything that would pop up of any sort of like. You should have looked up the dark history of Nebraska. <clears throat> You're right. Goats to phone. <laughs> the state tree is the Eastern Cottonwood. Do you want to hear what happened the other night whenever I ordered Kenzie and I McDonald's? Yeah. Oopie! Knocking uh, stuff over. So we were at the bar and we were on our way gonna go home and of course we were like we need to get some McDonald's because that's of what course. you do. So I was on my phone I was ordering McDonald's and Mackenzie doesn't um, like anything on her cheeseburger except cheese okay so i'm ordering her burger and like there, like there's a whole list of things like for some reason the mcdonald's on doordash does not have just like plain like you have to go back and like <laughs> unclick everything yeah so i did that um and then we got home and we were in bed of course because we're trash and she like is so excited about this burger and she opens it up and mm -hmm. it is just Two patties in a bun. <laughs> I took off the cheese. <laughs> I bet she was really disappointed. <laughs> she was like, Shannon. <laughs> she was so sad, but she had some fries. Honestly, the fries are the best part. It was a good time. <laughs> that's so funny all right are you ready for reviews oh yeah we have some reviews to read 
These are on from Apple Podcasts. So thank you to everyone who rated and reviewed us. We really appreciate you listening and we appreciate your support in that manner. So I'm going to pull some up and read some real quick. This is from Amy underscore L. She gave us five stars. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. She says, pack your Cheetos. Fun road trips to U.S. places where some bad stuff happened. Interesting stories. Well told. Thanks, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Are you this one is from... We love your guys' names on here. This is from Mimi Shelly Momo. I think. I'm sorry if I said that. I, I was thinking it was me, me Michelle Momo. Me Michelle Momo. Me you Michelle. know who you are. This is from them. She, they say, such a fun road trip. Best road trip podcast ever. Shannon Troy make listening fun and entertaining. Thanks, Mimi, Shelly, Thank Momo. You. I we love try. that <laughs> Um... The next one is from my cousin. <laughs> oh. Um, who will remain anonymous. Um <laughs> inspirational. Five stars. Before I started listening to Shannon and Troy, I wanted to murder myself. Ironically, hearing this murder podcast gave me a new lease on life. Also, Troy can get it. <laughs> Thank you, anonymous cousin. <laughs> I'm glad we can so positively impact your life. <laughs> All right, this one is from Missy O'Bean. Five stars. Creative. I love the format of this podcast and the hosts do such a great job. These are stories I haven't heard before and the hosts are fun to listen to. Highly recommend. Thanks, Thank you, Missy. Missy. Thank you. And those are our highlights. Those so are- if you'd like a shout out on the pod, leave a review and maybe we will shout you out next time. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you. We're trying to do this in a way that is fun for you guys as well. So giving us that feedback is also very helpful so we can try and make this the best road trip ever yeah we are trying to uh make sure that um if you don't like something let us know even though i don't know how well we take constructive criticism (laughs) all i'm gonna say is the honk stays (laughs) the honk is staying that's i'm sorry that's a done deal (laughs) And if you listen long enough, you know it's coming at least, so. (laughs) XOXO. Thank you. XOXO. Next week, we'll be in Nevada, and we're going to do a spooky spook. Spooky. I'm going to be talking about Virginia City, which is an old coal mining town that's super haunted. So that will be super fun to talk about. I don't know what Troy's going to talk about. Vegas. It's yeah, I know. Isn't that fun? No, I can't. I have to go to Las Vegas for work. What? (laughs) I have to. (laughs) Your department store is sending you to Vegas? (laughs) 
are you shitting my dick? <laughs> but yeah, I can talk about Las Vegas. Troy's tips and tricks for gambling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On this segment of Troy's tips and trips, trip, trip, trip. That's really hard to say when you just said I love, I love you. <laughs> I love the amount of one episode segments I have. Like, it sounds like there's going to be more or there has been others. It's just this one. <laughs> well, it's that Except one. But you also know you had your Troy Tales. True. Which are coming again. I don't know when, but I'll assign you with something. Ooh. Well, I mean, I'm going to do that psychology stuff. Yeah, eventually. Listen, that book is 400 pages, Shannon. So was Harry Potter. I didn't read that either. (laughs) (laughs) I figured. (laughs) Anyway, we hope you guys have a great rest of your day, morning, afternoon, evening, late night, whatever you're doing. And the rest of your week. And the rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. Join us next week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Follow us on Instagram at Murder Road Trip Pod. Email us your spooky ookie wookie stories at murderrt at gmail.com. Which and I just all... checked and there are none. Yeah, so get on that. Uh... <laughs> if you're especially if you're from Nebraska. <laughs> Yeah, if you're from Nebraska, this is urgent. So, like, type it up. Send it out. Send it our okay, way. have a great... We're about to run out of time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.